This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Welcome back. It is silver and black today. We're having a great time the day after Christmas. We hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas and want to wish you a happy, happy new year coming up uh, this next weekend. Of course, we'll have some shows in between now and then. We also will be live on New Year's Eve after the Raiders indie, uh, uh, game in Indianapolis. Uh, don't forget also, make sure you catch Mo's work up on Bleacher Report. Uh, he covers the entire NFL there. He's got some gaming stuff. He's got fantasy. He's got a little bit of everything. He even covers uh, uh, pickleball. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't cover pickleball. But if it's NFL-related, sometimes NBA. You're still doing NBA, right, once NFL's over? When oh, the yeah. Knicks are hot, that's when I try to, you know, that's when the Knicks, okay, sneak in you. a little bit of NBA. Yes. Poor Detroit Piston fans. <laughs> that is unbelievable. I still can't believe the Pistons are that bad. But anyway... Uh, catch his stuff up there. Also, do me a favor. Catch his Bleacher Report lives, right? So you hear Mo here on our show and our videos and all that stuff, but he's got a great thing going up there. Great content from Bleacher Report with Mo around the Raiders. So go ahead and download the Bleacher Report app so when Mo goes live, you can follow him on x.com, at Mo Moton, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. He always lets you know when he's going live, so make sure you do that and catch those too. You can follow me also, LV Gully. The show is SNB Today. We certainly appreciate you guys uh, being with us. Okay, Mo, we look at the Raiders. Two games left in 2023. Things feel a lot better than they did even three weeks ago around Raider Nation. Slim playoffs still alive. They have to win out. The Chiefs have to lose out. The way the Raiders completely dismantled the Chiefs and the way they continue to be frustrated on offense and even defense, they're starting to fall off a little bit attrition and their play is just down a little bit could happen. I mean, I know everybody wants to oh, the Chiefs will pick it up. They just need to get to the playoff. I don't know about that. So the Raiders slim playoff hopes still alive. I would not get overly hopeful. Again, I'm not an emotional fan. For those of you who are, a lot of you who listen to us, of course you are, and that's good. That's what you should do as a fan. I wouldn't get your hopes too high, but at least the Raiders can put themselves in a position to where if others falter, they're able to do that. What's crazy, Mo? Scenario. 
If the Raiders win out and the Chiefs lose out, the Raiders would win the division. <laughs> How could you? I, I would be. I can't even imagine that happening, but it's a possibility, my man. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> can, you ima- can you imagine? No. The Chiefs losing to the Bengals, right? And that, and maybe Jamar Chase is back. Who knows? That could be a close game. It could go either way. But can you imagine Easton Stick helping the Raiders yeah. solidify an AFC West title by helping the Chargers beat the Chiefs and then the Raiders beating the Denver Broncos? Raider fans would be insufferable oh. all over social media. On whatever yes. app you're on, TikTok, Snapface, Facebook, <laughs> the X, the Raider fans would... They would they would have to ban certain Raider fans from social media if that happens because can you believe like Antonio Pierce going six and three Raiders after thumping the Chiefs in their home on Christmas in front of Taylor Swift, then going <laughs> on to win the AFC West, winning the division title, and you know. it it would just be it would be unreal, unreal. It would be unreal, and I know we're, we're now we're ginning people up, and they're going to be pissed at us when it doesn't happen. But 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 if it does happen, I mean, yes, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take Easton Stick beating Patrick Mahomes. I mean, no one can script that. No one will believe that that's going to happen. But it would be remarkable for the Raiders to go in consecutive weeks and beat the Chargers by forty three points, put up sixty three against that team, and then have that team help them get into the playoffs and win the division. <laughs> That would be that would be atypical NFL for 2023, Mo, because the league has been, especially on the AFC side, the AFC side is just crazy. We saw on Christmas night after the Raiders won, we saw Lamar Jackson and the Ravens knock on the door and say, hey, you guys all forgot about us. We might just be the best team in the NFL. And as of right now, I think you have to say they are because what did they do? They went to San Francisco. Well, Santa Clara went to Santa Clara and beat the crap out of the 49ers, made Brock Purdy look like Tommy DeVito, right? I mean, he, it wasn't even – and I was I was like, hey, I was defending Brock Purdy as an MVP candidate two weeks ago. Now he goes in there, he, all he does is throw interceptions, and the Ravens roll. So uh, this league, that's what's so crazy about this league and the AFC, how many teams are alive. You talk about the Bengals. The Bengals beat the Chiefs. They're still alive. Okay, now they have Jake Browning, all these backup quarterbacks. Mo, it it blows my mind. So that's why when a lot of the Raider fans two weeks ago, it's over. Tank. Blah. Where are those people now? Where are they now? Thank you. I I said that during my Bleacher Report Live. I remember the Raiders dropped their their, their last, after their last loss, after Minnesota, not scoring any points. A lot of people go, oh, the Raiders got a tank for a quarterback. It was Axe Max Crosby, and he was like, we're, we're not shut guys. Oh, we're not shutting it down. A lot of people wanted Max Crosby to shut it down because of his knee. Shut down Josh Jacobs. Now, Josh Jacobs didn't play uh, against the Chiefs, but Max Crosby was still on the field a whole lot. And now, lo and behold, cue the Undertaker meme that you see on the X a lot. <laughs> pushing the casket door open that's the Raiders playoff hopes right now they're they're all of a sudden their playoff hopes are are alive and back and I and I would say the Raiders are underdogs by field goal on the road and that's typical for for favorites for home teams to have that field goal advantage 
you know, against the spread. So basically, they're evenly matched with the Colts. And, and as I said, the Raiders have already beaten the Denver Broncos with Josh McDaniels. Yes. So there's there's the two teams that are left on the Raiders schedule right now. The Raiders can definitely win out and go nine and eight and appears to be six and three and they could be in the playoffs. So to those people, I, I said it before. Remember the 2021 season. I know it was different under Rich Basaccia because he had a veteran quarterback and a veteran offensive play call in Greg Olson. Yes. But you don't close the door on the season. Now, I know I even made fun of Devontae Adams and said, realistically, Raiders probably not going to make it. But and you, you look up now at the standings, even at 7-8, and eight, they're still a sub-500 team. They got a shot. And right. and the way the defense is playing, it gives them a, leg- a legitimate shot to make the playoffs. Now, while we did say that it seems realistic that the Reds aren't going to make the playoffs, we also said you don't shut it down. You right. don't shut it down because you never know what could happen. And as a, and as Max Crosby said, it's BS. Not shutting it, not shutting it down. Devontae Adams was a little stronger in saying we still have a chance, and he was right. Now, the Raiders go on the road and beat the Colts. We're having a whole new discussion. Now, I will say this, too. The Raiders had a lot of help this past weekend. A lot of the they things did. that the Raiders needed for teams to lose happened. You know, Mason Rudolph coming in for the Steelers and beating the Bengals and knocking them down a peg. Yeah. Uh, the, the Raiders taking care of business against the Chiefs. The Jaguars losing again. I believe they're on a three-game losing streak. The Houston Texans losing. The Colts losing, as you mentioned earlier. So they had a ton of help to get back in the hunt. But now, now there's there's some light. And, and I think that they're feeling confident. And I wrote this in the uh, latest Bleach Report Power Rankings. The Raiders are playing their best football right now. No question. Now, now, we'll, now on the other side of it, defensively. Now, I will say this, and that gets to my point about the offense. If Aiden O'Connell doesn't turn it around at some point, do the Raiders consider bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo, saying that Jimmy Garoppolo can't, as bad as Jimmy Garoppolo was, can he be any worse than Aiden O'Connell is right now if we're trying to make the playoffs? And I think that's a decision that has to come up with Antonio Pierce because he is the he is the CEO type head coach and he has to make those decisions because I saw a lot of Raider fans or some Raider fans bring up Jimmy Garoppolo. Can he be any worse than Aiden O'Connell on Christmas Day? And the answer is probably no. Yeah, and I did, I, and I saw that too. And and I had people ask me, and I said, absolutely not. Don't bring him in. I I said you got to stick with O'Connell as bad as he mm-hmm. was. He didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. We didn't get deep into this on the show because it is what it is. But yeah. but he he did not. He just did not have a good game. Just plain and simple. And that, that's the only thing you, you see. Now, a lot of people will say, well, rookie quarterback, you see them make mistakes. Yes. But what it, the only thing concerning with what we saw with O'Connell was that you, you see a quarterback progress, and there's been progression for Aiden O'Connell. And then you see, yeah, you might see him make mistakes, but when you see a serious regression and then a lack of, cons- lack of consistency is my only concern. If he was a little off yesterday – just wasn't great, wasn't terrible. But the fact that you don't complete a pass after the first quarter is a massive problem. That's a massive step backwards. It's not just a small mistake that a rookie quarterback made, like he threw a pick or something. That's not what it's about. So that's what's concerning. So now you get into the game with Indy next week. It'll be an early game because they're on the Eastern time zone. Um, I don't know. I don't know in that situation if you risk the injury contract situation with Garoppolo do you want to be on the hook for 11 million dollars if he goes down hurt 
all that stuff, I think you have to weigh that and say, okay, are we playing for the future? Yes, we want to try to make it to the playoffs this year, no question about it. But I think to your point, that's the tough decision you get to make as the head coach. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not advocating for starting Jimmy Garoppolo no. against the Colts. That's not what I'm saying. And a lot of people say, well, most said start Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's not, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is if you have a game similar to the Minnesota Vikings game where it's three to three or zero to zero going into the fourth quarter and you're looking up at the scoreboard and you see teams ahead of you in the AFC have lost football games and you have a chance to win and possibly control your own destiny, do you say, hey, we'll pull Aiden O'Connell for the fourth quarter, start Jimmy Garoppolo, who's an experienced veteran, and then... We start Aiden O'Connell in the last week against Denver. We don't completely bench the kid, but for this situation in this game, we start Jimmy Garoppolo. Because let me tell you, I watched the Giants and Eagles game on Christmas Day. Tommy DeVito stunk it up for yes. mo- for for a whole entire half, and and the Giants were down by two scores. They bring in Terod Taylor, and all of a sudden the Giants' offense is clicking, and they almost pull off of a comeback. Now the Eagles still win that game. But the Giants made that game interesting. At one point, it was 20-18 to 18 after the Eagles are up by two scores after they pulled Tommy DeVito for Terod Taylor. So sometimes benching your rookie quarterback for a more experienced veteran who the other team didn't prepare for can spark your offense and help you win the game. Now, again, the Giants didn't pull off the comeback. But for the Raiders, if, you're, if it's 0-0 or 3-3 three to three, and you're not in the two-hole, two-score deficit, a veteran can absolutely p- put you over the top and help you win the game. Yeah, you, you need to see Aiden O'Connell, O'Connell come out and recover quickly. Yep. You know, you got to get – he had an okay first quarter against the Chiefs, obviously. Not great. But you need to see him respond in Indianapolis. If you don't see him respond, uh, then you do. You still have to play for the playoffs. You do. And I, listen, I, I said yesterday don't bring in uh, – don't bring in um, – Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo, thank you. Hello, I had a, had a brain <laughs> a pause there. Uh, don't bring in Garoppolo because the Raiders defense was playing so well. Like I thought, well, geez, you know, now you get back, you get back to the the end of the game and and the chiefs get the ball back and with more time, then suddenly you might have a situation where it's like, Oh, geez, now you got to come from behind and win this. Is that, is he the kid to do it? Or do you put a veteran out there who's been through the fire a little more? So something to ask. And I know people don't want to ever entertain any of those questions, but it's the way it goes. So, and by the way, that's the thing that we talk about quarterbacks and I just published, uh, we did a top 10 quarterbacks in Raiders history up on SportsNot today. Uh, and going through when I was doing this story, and it's just a quick hitter, you realize how many quarterbacks in the history of not just the Raiders, but all franchises, how few there are that are true longtime franchise quarterbacks. Because in the Raiders top 10, you have some guys who were there two years. Jeff Hostetler, he's on the list because he had such a great impact in two years. But it wasn't that long. Same can go for Carson Palmer, right? So when you find a quarter, it's hard to find quarterbacks. You look at the Chicago Bears, they've never had one. I mean, Jim McMahon, that's it. Like, nobody. So so back to our discussion earlier, you got to find the quarterback, and so especially in today's league, get as many as you can. And I think the Raiders have an opportunity over the next two weeks. I think you're starting to see them solidify what they're – roster will look like on defense clearly getting good performance there there's you can still improve at linebacker I still think they draft a young defensive tackle for the inside and then on offense I think you're looking obviously for quarterback and some other depth there so it'll be interesting the rest of the way Mo tell everybody what you got going the rest of this week uh, as you and I work through up until the new year 
Uh, shout out to everyone who watched my Bleach Report live on Tuesday, early Tuesday. That was 9 a.m. West uh, Pacific time, noon Eastern time for people who joined that chat and just were able to take another victory lap. Not on the bus this time, but another <laughs> victory lap for that Chiefs, for that victory over the Chiefs. I will have a Sports Not article coming out this week. Uh, it'll likely drop on Thursday, just talking about the Raiders' def- young defensive core, which we mentioned today. I think the Raiders, for, for once in a long time, can look at the defensive side of their roster and say, wow, we have a future there with a lot of young guys coming along. As I made note during the game, the Raiders have Jack Jones under contract through the 2025 season. So this is not a situation where the Raiders have to sign to a contract after this year after he's showing out. He's under contract for another two years after this season. And he's under $1 million for each of those years. So I think that's great value for picking him mm-hmm. up, uh, having that connection to Antonio Pierce and then, and then Champ Kelly, who's the interim GM, signing off on that. So I'll have that coming out on Thursday. And on Sunday, of course, I'll be on after the game, Raiders-Colts to break it down. If the Raiders win, we'll talk more playoff scenarios. If the Raiders lose, we'll talk about who stays and who goes with that <laughs> roster and that coaching staff and that front office for 2024. See, it's all about having plans, Mo. Just like a quarterback, you got to have multiple have plans. Options. They win, you talk options. about this, you lose, you talk about that. So. A person with options is a powerful person. There a team go. with quarterback options has a future. There you Just go. Saying. And we will be back on Thursday, too. Hopefully we'll get some mail. We'll get some mail in. It's a holiday week, so the mail's been a little slow this week. Uh, but we'll get the voicemail out there because I need to be able to uh, hear you guys. Because we get we usually get some good calls. Um, and and I, I, and I like to give out the, um, the number so you guys know how to get a hold of us. Because if we're going to do a voice, if we're going to do a mailbag, I like the sound. I really do. 702. 702- 900 so 702 900 7869 that's 702 900 7869 call in talk to us give us some messages i have a couple from from uh, uh right after the game so we got a couple already you need a couple more let's do that uh, call us tell us what you think about the win tell us what you think about the raiders the rest of the way tell us what you think about antonio pierce should he be the coach should he not be the coach there's still some people who don't believe it so tell us you can also mail us at mail at silver and black that's mail at silver and black go ahead mo one important thing that i i i saved for the end of the show i probably should oh. have mentioned this at the beginning but before the raider game i said if the raiders beat the chiefs on christmas dot 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 and it was a lot and you know people were allowed to say what they would do if the raiders won on christmas against the chiefs you know what a lot of people say? I'll take off of work. You know, I'm gonna have a victory <laughs> cigar. Yeah. One guy at Raider Gilly said he would propose, propose to his girlfriend if the Raiders beat the Chiefs in the Arrowhead on Christmas. Raiders win the game. I went back to the post that I made and I said, "Hey, you no, know, Raider Gilly, what's going on? Give us an update." And lo and behold, he posted a picture on the X, proposed to his girlfriend. I don't know if you could see it. I'm gonna put the put the uh. I don't know if you can see it. There you oh, go. There it is. Nice. Raider if you're Gilly, watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're watching the on couple. YouTube, there's the happy couple. Raider, she's nice. not giving you the finger, people. It's the ring on the finger right there. Raider Gilly <laughs> and his new fiance. Yeah. So Mo Moten is bringing Raider love together for the new year. Shout out to Raider Gilly for coming through and being a man of his word. If he's listening to this, shout out to you. Appreciate you. 
He is he is now we will be selling next week matchmaker mo t-shirts. <laughs> so so be ready. <laughs> we love alliteration on this show. So we're we're getting ready for that. But there he is, Mo bringing together love, happiness for life. There you go. All right. Raider Gilly, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Congrats. That's mm-hmm. killer. We'll be so we'll try to get a mailbag in. We will also be back with our Thursday show. So make sure you tune in for that one. We'll take a look at the Colts. We'll see what's, what else is going on in Raider Nation. It's been a weird couple weeks, Mo, with the weird schedule and the long time off and the Thursday game followed by a Monday game. It's been really strange. So we'll get back into our timing here and give you shows when you're used to it. Uh, but but uh, you can catch them all here as well. Uh, I also I talked about the top 10 Raider quarterbacks in history I have up there. I also have a piece up later today, if you're listening to us in the morning, uh, on – Antonio Pierce up on sportsnot.com and his big win and what it means for the Raiders and what it means for him and what it means for that Raider attitude being back. Because, you know, I was a little skeptical at the beginning. Like, could he really bring it back? But boy, after this Chiefs win, man, it was on full display. So go up and, and check that out up on sportsnot.com today. Mo, my friend, we will see you for the mailbag and we'll see you on Thursday as well. See you then. All right. Everybody, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas again. Merry Christmas to all of you, and we will see you before the new year. So we'll get our shows in before the end of 2023, talking about the Raiders as they continue a playoff run. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Either way, Raider football's back in a different way, and we're all here for it, and we love you guys being along with us. For our producer, Mike Robbie for Momotin, I'm Scott Colbrans, and this has been Silver and Black Today. Raider Nation, enjoy the rest of your holiday week, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Do you hear that? What was it? Would you have motorcycles again?